Brandon's frozen. It's creeping me out. I don't think he is. I think he's literally just. No, that's frozen. No, I'm not frozen. What? See? Were you holding See? it the whole time? <laughs> Were you seriously holding yeah. the face the entire time? Yeah. That was impressive, dude. I, I realized that the thing that was going to give me away was my echo in the corner. The screen kept changing. I'm like, fuck, stop. <laughs> I knew. Pete, Pete knew, and I was like, he's going to blow my cover. I'm going to fucking blow it. Sorry, man. Sorry. Right. Yeah, way to not run with Sorry. the gag, Peter. Dude, Great sorry. improv. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Brandon frozen? No, he's not. I saw him move earlier. He's not frozen. This isn't funny. Don't laugh at this. Now I'm like we're screaming. I'm acting proud and rude. Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been so loud and rude. On the train. On the train. On the train. Yeah, on the train. On the train. Doors closing. Hey, everybody. Welcome. To this episode of Four Guys on a Train, I'm Brandon. I am Pete. And I'm the other one. Hey, and we're so glad. Just so glad to have you with us. Uh, we got a hell of a show for you. It's uh, a real humdinger, and we can't wait to share it with you. We definitely did not have any technical issues before. There were no issues. This is the first go of this. Not the second time we've recorded our introduction. Not at all. And we didn't push this recording back at all for unknown reasons either. Yeah, I wasn't uh, uh, held up on the toilet, <laughs> crapping my brains out, afraid <laughs> to move an inch. I think people are going to really appreciate us explaining the reasons that this this isn't what we're saying it is. You know what I mean? Draw your own conclusions, but those are not conclusions that you should draw. Those are the ones to get out of the way. Don't assume that the episode's delayed because of diarrhea. Don't assume that our audio fucked up and we had to start over. We don't want you to do that. As a as a as a listener, you're not even gonna know. You know, it's still gonna be released on the same day that you were expecting. Yeah, you're not gonna hear any of this. No. You're not gonna know the difference. So so if we were to be talking about it, it'd be kinda like we'd be telling on ourselves, and why would we do that? Yeah. So obviously we this, We would never. We wouldn't do it. So it's yeah. So anyway, um Yeah, what's what's new? I don't I don't I don't remember what we talked about. Well, yesterday I was pooping my brains out. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just going to let it out there. and and uh... We should have recorded the episode with you having to run to the bathroom. In the bathroom, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been fun, like uh, uh, a roving reporter out in the field. <laughs> that would have that given us a hook. Like one of our guys records from the toilet while he's taking with food a, poisoning. A, a hefty food poisoning <laughs> oh, shit. God. Nobody's nobody's done that. Like we're three white guys on a podcast. That's nothing. Who's gonna tune into that? But like, oh, this guy is poop casting. This is this is new. <laughs> poop cast is a new rave. <laughs> this is low. This is low brow. We've gone, we've gone real low brow. <laughs> <It's pretty> low. <laughs> we just said poop cast. Was that Kiefer Sutherland movie where he was in a phone booth? Was that him? Was that Kiefer Sutherland? Uh, it was um. The uh, Irish guy. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what the hell's his name? <laughs> Irish Kiefer Sutherland. He's real good looking. Um, I literally was about to type Irish Kiefer Sutherland. Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah. So it'll be like that movie where he was in the phone booth the whole time. Only Rick will be in the bathroom. That was the joke I was trying to make. Well, you nailed it. So. And I will now <laughs> see myself out of the podcast. <laughs> the best jokes take a long walk to get there. 
a long walk, and sometimes you never get there, and it's okay because the journey is the journey is the destination. Yeah, you get to smell the flowers along the way. Oh, it's lovely. That's our. That's what we bring. Sometimes we don't even. Sometimes we don't even make jokes. Sometimes we try to get there, and we just don't. Sometimes we talk about serious things. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Actually, um, geez, I'd hate to stop this romp. Uh, you know, talking about poop cast and stuff. That's that's really funny stuff. So I'd hate to put a pause on that and turn this down a notch, but I need to. Okay, Pete. So collect yourself, please, for a second. I'm sorry. I yeah. Let's yeah. leave. <laughs> let's leave humor at the door. Hey, I'm good. And take a second to uh to get real. I'm flexing. I'm ready to get heavy. Let's do it. So I was browsing uh Craigslist trying to find a funny little ad to use for a pitchman segment. Okay. And I came across something kind of troubling. Um okay. I don't know if you guys have heard about this COVID virus. Uh mm, mm-hmm. once I think. It's come up once or twice in conversation. Yeah. It's been affecting a lot of businesses, you know, hospitals, schools. But there's one sector that I don't think has got a lot of traction. Uh, nobody's really been talking about it. And they're suffering uh, just as much as everybody else right now. So I found this ad and I wanted to bring it to uh, uh, to you guys, to the podcast. I know we've got a huge listener base, so um, they can really spread awareness uh, for this cause. This is a real ad? You're not just you're not just fooling like my Hey Arnold. What did I just say about jokes? We're not here to make them. <laughs> and We're humor. not here to make I'm, I'm, jokes. <laughs> I'm not. I just want to be sure. It's at the doorstep, Peter, with the okay. milk. <laughs> it's sitting on the doorstep, delivered by the jokeman. Who? The town jokeman, Peter. Jesus. <laughs> he delivers the jokes every morning to my doorstep. <laughs> and I have the jokes with my bagel and coffee. And then he kicks Batman's ass. So anyway. You really derailed me here. And I, I, all right, collect yourself because this is serious. <laughs> I just ne- I've never heard of the jokeman. That's all. That's fine. We can talk about that later. Okay. When we bring joke, the, 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 the laughter back. This is a real Craigslist ad. These are real people struggling with real problems. And so I put together a little ad, a little, well, a PSA um, to raise awareness. And I just, if you guys are cool with it, I thought we could play it here on the podcast. I'd love nothing more. All right, so let's take a listen. In these trying, unprecedented, challenging, difficult, uncertain times, today, especially now more than ever, it's vital to focus on the important things in life. That's why we've made the tough decision to stay on the safe side due to the recent COVID numbers and keep our Chicago area orgies canceled for a bit longer than we originally had planned for. Right now, we're on a let's see what happens schedule, but it's not looking good until possibly March sometime. In the meantime, and on a brighter, more positive note, we are still highly suggesting that everybody, past and future guests, use boinknow.com to find individuals for the same things that takes place at our parties, but on a more one-on-one basis rather than the group thing. Because even while we're apart, we can still find ways to touch each other. Thank you very much for your patience and understanding. We'll get through this together. Wow. Wow. That's powerful, huh? I can't believe that was 
word for word from Craigslist. <laughs> Maybe I can. I Look, just... I might have added a little flair at the beginning there, but uh, otherwise that was that was word for word from a struggling sector of the community that we haven't been thinking about. Brandon, are, yeah, Brandon, on, looks Brandon are, a little distressed. He looks distressed. You, you all right there, buddy? Jesus, it's like, haven't we been through enough? It's been a year, okay? We're coming on a year. When? I'm so, Fuck. I'm just, I'm trying to, God, I, these people, I haven't, they're going to have sex with one person? You're gonna just have to have sex with one person. I'm sorry. God damn it. Fuck. I'm really sorry. This is really unprofessional. I get it, dude. That's why I wanted to bring it to the attention of the masses because of that exact reaction. Now you think, you know, in, in Chicago we have restaurants back at 25% capacity. You think maybe orgies could come back at about 25%, right? <laughs> back at 25%. So you could have maybe three people. And it constitutes an orgy? Well, it depends on how big your orgy is normally. Like, if you've got 100 people, 25 is still an orgy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as good. What are we saying constitutes an orgy numbers-wise? Five? I think it's got to be five. got to be five? It's got to be five, because you've got a three-way and a four-way. Um, but there's not a five-way. It's no. an orgy, right? I think so. Someone could correct us if, if we're wrong, but I think... Yeah, if anyone out there listening knows the term for uh, when five people make love to each other that isn't orgy, hit us up, tweet at us. Or if anyone has ever been in an orgy, I would love to have you on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I am not joking. We'll bring you on and interview you and ask you how that was. I want to find out just like where you put your hands. I have a lot of questions and they're all very basic like that. Like, where do you stand? Or like your, like your drink. Where do you put your, I got to stay hydrated. I got to get my electrolytes. I'm having a Gatorade. You just wear one of those Camelback backpacks, dude. <laughs> get the bladder on your back. You're set, you know. I'm hitting get one set. I'm getting right. my Gatorade gulch going on. <laughs> Is it weird if I'm just kind of standing in the corner because I don't know what to do? Like, nah, dude. No, because you got to learn first, I imagine. I, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. We'll, I would contact we'll... the Chicagoland Orgy Association to see how uh, they can make you feel comfortable. If you're, if you can know. you audit? Can you audit an orgy so that you don't? Yeah. <laughs> I would audit or take a trainee, like an orgy trainee class, because I just don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Hey, man, why aren't you getting in on this? Like, why are you just standing? Oh, I'm just auditing. So. No, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm not. I got no credit here. I just, <laughs> you guys, you guys learn. You guys do it. Go, go nuts. Just do what you would normally do. Act like I'm not here. Well, listen, when, when COVID is over, maybe we do a live show. At <laughs> We're just standing in the corner with the mics. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> They are really going to town. Oh, man. He is flexible. Just a bunch of wet noises in the background. <laughs> There's a musk in the air. Everything is damp. Why is everything so damp? I thought it would be drier. <laughs> I don't know why. I imagined it would be drier, but God. You guys can just get a dehumidifier in here. Some towels. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Anyway, uh, how would you guys feel? about uh, doing a modern day poets. I feel great. Oh, it's been a while. Modern day poets. So um, for tonight's uh, MDP. MDP. I've picked, I've picked uh, one of my favorite songs. It's uh, um, holds a special place in my heart. Um, because uh, 
I was introduced to it in college, early on in college, and uh, it kind of became the anthem uh, for my time in school. Oh. Uh, and I think you guys will be somewhat familiar with it. It is Billy Squire's The Stroke. Oh! oh. Did not see that one coming, but that's you okay. You gentlemen made a music video to this song, so it holds a real we dear did. place in your heart. Yeah. I can't I can't hear this song without seeing our uh, music video that we made ourselves in college. Um, Billy Squire's The Stroke, famous song from... Uh, oh, I was really hoping that it would have the year here. <laughs> oh, from 1981. Brandon really did his research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, off of. Well, I don't know. It says off of the Stroke Live by Billy Squire. I don't know. It was <laughs> off of the album. I gotcha. Yeah, don't say no in '81. Yeah, don't say no, which featured other jams such as "In the Dark," "My Kind of Lover," and you know what I like. Don't say no is a terrible <laughs> album name. Yeah, <laughs> no means. <laughs> don't say no. No means no would be a lot That's better. That's a little, yeah. That would be the progressive nowadays, what you'd have to name Well, it. I think we're going to find that this song is not the most woke sounding um, in general. Now, Brandon, I just want to point out that on the Wikipedia page, usually, you know, on a popular song, there's some sort of background or production note or something like that. This song has nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> it's been erased. Yeah, it's a song written. Uh, it was on uh, it was on the Billboard charts at number seventeen, and then it goes right to how it was used in popular culture. That's it, including as including as the denouement of episode thirty of the Shield. I remember it from uh, I remember it from Billy Madison. Like what? Well, yeah, okay. I just wanted to use the word denouement. The reason I bring that up is because now you know we're free to interpret whatever way we want with no other suggestions from from which I think is what Billy would have wanted. Exactly. And I wouldn't be surprised if after this episode uh goes live that we see that Wikipedia page change maybe with some of our theories in there. We are writing history in this moment. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but I want I want a I want a yeah. fan. I want one of my dirty little assholes to do it. Oh, boy. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I guess that's going to be a thing, huh? <laughs> I, I thought that was going to stay within our <laughs> circle of... <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. All right. So let's begin. Verse one. Now, everybody, have you heard? If you're in the game, then the stroke's the word. Um, okay. So starting out. With a not really a call to action, but kind of a it brings me in though, like a a a, a rallying a rallying question. Yeah, have right? you heard? And I'm like, ooh, what what could I possibly have heard about? What I can't wait to find out the news. Apparently, if you are in the game, we're calling that life, the game of life here. Maybe we'll see. I don't think we have enough info yet. But if you're <laughs> in that game, jumping to conclusions, then the stroke is the word the stroke is the word so that's two words so but... bird the bird used to be the word right. and now, now it's a stroke. the stroke is the word yeah he says fuck that you could actually call this song uh the bird is a word too the stroke <laughs> the stroke yeah i love yeah, yeah. song sequels yeah and it ha- they happen all the time yeah yeah he st- he stroke out the word bird and made it stroke don't take no rhythm don't take no style got a thirst for killing whoa, whoa. Grab your vial. Killing. Okay. Oh, okay. So what? So we start out with this rallying kind of rallying question, um, informing the listener about the fact that the stroke is the word. <laughs> yeah. The word around town is is the stroke. I don't know how to explain it, but that's that's what he's saying. And then he says it doesn't take rhythm or style. 
to do what? I don't know. Like we haven't got I guess we haven't gotten there yet. Right. But if you want to murder somebody, grab your vial, and that's V I A L. So like a, a vial with some kind of poison in it or something. Yeah, it's I'm gotta assuming. be. What else would it be um, if you want to kill someone? Right. Okay, so so that's verse one. Already I've got more questions than I think <laughs> we've answered. Um strokes the word. Okay. Well, we we don't go to a chorus. He kind of does what I do as a songwriter. He likes to do two verses together before he actually gets to the chorus. So verse two, he says, and I love this line, you put your right hand out, give a firm handshake. (laughs) Shake it all about. Put your hand out. Give a firm handshake. Give a firm handshake. You do the hokey pokey. It's like we've gone full 180 from this murder somebody to politely introduce yourself. Well, now to be fair... If you're going to murder someone, it's polite to first introduce yourself. Right. Yeah. And you know they say yeah. most murders happen between people that know each other. You know what I mean? You can't get to that part without a firm handshake. Without getting to know somebody. Right. All right. So you put your right hand out, give a firm handshake. Talk to me about the one big break. Um, mm, question. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think that that's like probably, you know, you talk about an artist getting their big break. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. Wants to find out about the, this person's. Big break. We're talking about killing, so I'm I'm feeling this is a violent uh, line here, like br- the break of your arm, the break of your leg. Uh, that's where I'm going. Oh, oh all right. shoot, yeah, I can see that. I guess I was being too generous with my interpretation. But... Yeah, I would have gone with the music thing too, Brandon. But now I I think Rick's got a point here. Well, let's see what, if the next couple of lines give us any more clarity. Spread the ear pollution both far and wide. Keep your contributions by your side and stroke me, stroke me. See, again, I feel like this could be interpreted as hmm. a some sort of a music thing. You know, ear pollution. Ugh, I want to say ACDC that had a song named Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution. So that kind of ties into it. But then this whole stroke me thing. I have a different theory. He's, he's, he's asking this individual that he's just met, as noted by the firm handshake, uh-huh. to stroke him. Sure. And he's talking about ear pollution. What is he? What is he getting in that gentleman's ear? You're suggesting sexual is fluids. He, what is oh, he ejaculating boy. into that person's ear that that could be classified as ear pollution? I don't even know if we need to continue. I think I the, get the thing you're talking about. I think I would consider that pollution. Yeah, I get it. He now he, he now wants, see. I'm still going with my theory. He wants to ear fuck this guy. <laughs> okay, Brandon, <laughs> put something in the jar. Again. You didn't even need to say it. I heard the rattling of coins. <laughs> I'm sticking with uh, my interpretation. Ejaculating in an ear. Get out of here. I'm sticking with mine, and that's... We're sticking with the serial killer theme. Ear pollution is just ear poison. We're going like Shakespearean style, and he wants to put... Uh, he wants people to put ear poison into... Uh, you know, people they just met and then murder them. We got two more verses and choruses to go, and we'll see who's right. How's that? How's that? All right. Let's verse- see where it goes, yeah. I'll, I'm going to wait for one of you to convince me. I'm, undec- I'm an undecided voter. We need to... I, so I'm, I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> okay. I like you already. I have to be Donald Trump in this situation? And you're Donald Trump <laughs> because you're wrong. Damn, man. You're setting me up to lose. And you've got to convince Pete. The classic American undecided voter that you're right. And I hope you lose because you know what? Donald Trump's pretty awful. Here we go. The chorus, stroke me, stroke me. Could be a winner, boy. You move quite well. Stroke me, stroke me. 
Stroke me, stroke me, you got your number down. Stroke me, stroke me. Say, you're a winner, but man, you're just a sinner now. All right, let's let's hear. Uh, so, Mr. Joe Biden, your opening <laughs> remarks. My suggestion here is not only um, is Billy, Mr. Squire, William, not only is William Squire ejaculating in the ear of this person he's just met, I think the person he's just met is a boy. Could be a winner, boy. You move quite well. Now, I know, like, we refer to each other as boys. It's just a fun little, you know, thing. We call each other boys. We're grown men. But in the 80s, that wasn't a thing. I guess you would say, I guess you would say dude in the 80s. Or, you're, talking uh, about, you say, you're talking about a boy. You're, you mean a boy. Or radical, but not when, when referring to a boy. You just would say that. You might say a radical boy if the boy was radical. Sure. Sure. So, anyway, I, I feel like you, you say you're a winner, but, man, you're just a sinner now. Um. You're thinking he... Well, that seems like shifting the blame for this on this child. I don't agree with that. Um, but I don't know. What, what's, your, uh, what's, what's your theory then, uh, Donald? Do I have to do the impression? Are you, are you pushing me into the, doing no. the impression? <laughs> nah, we said we weren't going to bring it up anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear that, even through me. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm still following the serial killer theme here. Okay. Uh, so um, this Billy boy... Uh, that you're mentioning. First off, you it's funny that you use Bill, William. I just mentioned Shakespearean uh, uh, forms of murder. It's true. So we're staying on that track. Uh, let's see. Could be a winner boy. You move mighty well. Uh, you know, this this person is just a great dancer, and he's just noting that mm. uh, <laughs> while he's on the prowl. It just came, it just came up. Well, you, you just met the person. You want to give them a compliment before you move into the serial killing to get to know them a little better. Um, stroke me, stroke me. I'm still cloudy on the stroking. What if the stroke is like a knife? You know, like the stroke of a knife. Or maybe you're yeah. stroking your gun before. Or, or I, I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm helping you. <laughs> Go ahead. But he talks about in verse one his vial. It, this could be the poison. This is the poison I mentioned in the first verse. Uh, right. Maybe he's causing a stroke. Oh. All right. Ooh, stroke me. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm in there. Hey, that's a freebie. I'm st- I'm sticking with my interpretation. That's a freebie for you. I'll let you have it. That's how confident I am that I'm right. <laughs> so then you got your number down. Uh, obviously, they exchange phone numbers because they're getting to know each <laughs> yeah. other here. That's nothing. You yeah. Right. That's something you do before murder. Can I get your phone number oh, real you quick? Know. Yeah. You want to stay in touch if it doesn't go well. If the murder doesn't go well and they're still alive, it'd be great to grab a coffee. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you be maybe you become friends. Say you're a winner, but babe, you're just a sinner now. Uh. Maybe the dancing was a little too dirty and, um, you know, a little dirty dancing style. Uh, that's that's a sin. So you're just a sinner now. Verse three, you put your left foot out. Keep it all in place. <laughs> Back to the hokey pokey stuff. This is yeah, this is directly from the hokey pokey. He's like stealing he, lines from hokey pokey. <laughs> he's, he's taking this directly from the hokey pokey. I wouldn't be surprised if a shake it all about had accidentally stayed in there. We forgot to edit it out. You put your left foot out, keep it all in place, work your way right into my case. First, you try to bed me. You make my backbone slide. But when you find you bled me. Blood. There we go. Step on by. Keep on stroke me, stroke me. Man, I don't know, guys. I don't know. This is sounding like murder, Brandon. Let me hear you. <laughs> I, you know, the, the, the hokey pokey shit, I don't know. I, I feel like he's just maybe. Toying with his prey. Being a little lazy. Um, work your way right into my case. First, you try to bed me. So you're trying to have sex with me or get me to um, ear fuck you. 
You make my backbone slide. So I guess you're on top and I'm sliding up and down in the bed. Yeah, that's how sex works. Yeah. <laughs> but when you find you bled me, you find you bled me. Maybe this is my first time. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, Lord. Got to change the sheets. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> my, that's... You've taken my maiden. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just saying. I'm just saying there's there's evidence here. Strong evidence here. Jesus. That's that's my case for this verse. Now I'm extra sold on the serial killer plot line here. I mean, the, again, yeah, the hokey pokey stuff. That's just toying with your prey, a little cat and mouse. Um, uh, First you try to bed me. I mean, maybe this interaction, this opening interaction went pretty well. Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> would often sleep with uh, the men uh, uh, before he would uh, eat them. So. You make my backbone slide. Uh, maybe we're talking about a little butchery here. Oh, like sliding the backbone right out of his... Yeah, sure. Like a little spatchcocking like oh. you would do with the chicken. Oof. That's... A little foreshadowing to the sick stuff this guy's going to do. That's a word. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to take a tangent, but that's a word. Spatchcocking. Spatchcock. Yeah. It's fun to say. Holy spatchcock. Spatchcock. Uh, when you find you've bled me... Uh, come on. I feel like that puts a button on my case there. Open and shut. Although it is talking in the first person, huh? Yeah. So the 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 uh, subject and the object of your presumed murder keep changing here. So I don't I don't know. Usually a serial killer is of unstable mind. So you know. I I, I guess we still got a ways to go. we got a little bit to go. We got another chorus in a verse. It could be too that you know the uh Billy you know he's trying to murder this person with poison. So if someone bloods him maybe they're trying to fight back you know maybe they scratch him or something like that thank you peter yeah yeah trying to get out of there get some help and he's like you're not going anywhere i don't i don't want to i don't want to help you guys anymore because that's a tick on my side right and he's like oh i found you bled me is that's a thing you that's say a, yeah very common so. expression stab me once right. shame on me me no <laughs> stab me once shame on you stab me twice i don't i probably am dead <laughs> i uh the one stab was pretty <laughs> you good. You got actually. me good the first time. <laughs> all right. So, chorus. Stroke me, stroke me. Give me the business all night long. Stroke me, stroke me. Stroke me, stroke me. You're so together, boy. Stroke me, stroke me. Say, you're a winner, but man, you're just a sinner now. Pretty similar to the, the first chorus. Yeah, the give me the business. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, 30 Rock, Tina Fey, but that's uh, something that Tina Fey would say in 30 Rock. Give me the business. Clear reference to sexual relations. She was probably a fan of this song. I gave him the business. She probably subscribed to your theory about the song, is which why she would say it in the in the show. Yeah, you're so together, boy. Suggests to me, wow, um, I'm really impressed with you, person that I'm engaging in sexual intercourse with. <laughs> you are attractive. You have a nice you have a nice place. I'm here at your place. Yeah, you've got your life together. Your your apartment is just spotless. Yeah, was that an Eden kitchen I saw? Is electric included, or you didn't know I was you didn't know I was coming over, but you cleaned up immaculate. Um, yeah. Wow, it's just is this building rent controlled? Holy shit! Okay, that's a point for Brandon. <laughs> that's where I'm. That's where I'm feeling right now. I, I don't. I want to see how you tie this into murder, Richard. Uh, so what was that first line? Uh, give me the business. Give me the business all night long. Yeah, give me the business of murder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the business of murder. <laughs> Business is not doing so well. Yeah. Give me your business. <laughs> okay. Be my customer. I don't want you to hurt yourself with that stretch. That's uh, that's quite a stretch. <laughs> don't worry. I stretched plenty before this. So I don't know I, how uh, flexible you are, but oh, come on. 
Come on. I can touch my toes. <laughs> uh, and then say you're a winner, but man, you're just a sinner. Now we're back to, yeah, what I talked about before. You took the sin of dirty dancing. All right. Verse four, final verse. Final verse. Better listen now, said it ain't no joke. Let your conscience fail you. Just do the stroke. <laughs> Just do the stroke. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty that's pretty convincing now in the Brandon court. <laughs> he's doing a little victory dance. It looks like the skiing skiing man. I think that's what he's oh, doing. Oh, you're skiing, Brandon. You nasty little bitch. Yeah, I think that's worthy of a Jake Jar contribution. Yeah, no God. one can hear. No one can hear what you're doing, but you're doing something vulgar. So uh, that's a visual Jack yeah. Jar. <laughs> it's like. You tried to sneak it past the audience. I guess these should be on these should be on YouTube so people can enjoy the visual humor. Today's Jack Jar is a visual Jack Jar. <laughs> Name the action Brandon is performing with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so don't you take no chances. Keep your eye on top. Do your fancy dances. You can't stop. You just stroke me, stroke me. Yeah, that's ooh, that whole thing is just sexual. Keep your eye on top when you're stroking. Okay, yeah. Fancy dances. That's something I say. I rest my case. <laughs> All right. You didn't do closing arguments? I don't need to say anything. That's ballsy. I've heard the thing is I've heard Brandon use the word fancy dance as a as a innuendo for sex. Like I'll be like, Brandon, how was your night last night? And he'll be like, I fancy danced with my wife. I did those fancy dances. Oh, Jen and I did fancy dances. It's a bit of fancy dancing. I put on my knickers, I ate a chocolate, and we did a fancy dance. I can see the gears turning, and I, I can see why now he thinks this is about sex. And I'm almost convinced. Yeah, I hear it. Now that I'm saying it like that, I hear it. Uh, <laughs> it is I, It is a win. It is a win in your favor. I'm Very still sexual. Gonna, I, you know, I'm representing... You know, you get hired, even if it's a murderer, you got to do your job. I got hired to represent this mm -hmm. position, <laughs> and I'm sticking with it to the end. All right, convince me otherwise, man. Better listen now, said it ain't no joke. Murder is no joke, gentlemen, okay? You go to prison for a long time. Some states will end your life, okay? The death penalty is still in circulation in some states. Looking at you, Texas. It ain't no joke. Uh, and it's no joke. It's no laughing matter. Right. The jokeman is not present. Uh, so don't let your conscience fail you. Just do the stroke. So just do it. Do the stab. It's weird to call it the stroke. It should be called the stab. Uh, so that one. Don't you take no chances. Cover your tracks. You know, uh -huh. wipe off the murder weapon. Uh, you know, cover your foot, your foot uh, prints. Do your fancy dances. Um, I'm, I guess that's still sexual. Now that I've said it and you guys have put that in my mind, I can't hear it without thinking about sex. There's no like fancy dance and murder or anything that couldn't be. I mean, maybe you a, do like you know. uh, after you're done, like a touchdown style dance. Um, when you've, <laughs> business is good. I got a win. And I do like the floss. Um, uh -huh. And uh, you can't you can't stop. You just stab, stab, stab me. All right, here's what I think. I think you're both right, and here's here's why. I think this is about a song about a older man who seduces a young boy, has has intercourse with the boy, and then murders him. Oh. Wow. Okay. This is dark. So this is a court case where both sides win. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking dark song, is what I'm thinking. Because at first, you know, I've heard, I've actually heard Brandon's theory on this song before. Wow. <laughs> 
he was quite adamant about it while we were recording the music video back in college. You kept being like, so why, Brandon, do I have to have sex with you? <laughs> yeah. Listen, you're not you're not listening to me. Oh, the, the music video, uh, because the, the song's about sex. <laughs> but now hearing the murder thing, I think, yeah, I think uh, I think it's a it's a sexual murder that got dark i'm yeah i didn't even realize how how heavy this song was even though we both won i'm very unhappy actually yeah i'm very unhappy with that outcome i'm sorry did you want me to choose you know what side sidebar here i say i'm sorry in our podcast all the time oh i think it's a personality flaw so you know what i'm not fucking sorry about this one (laughs) you're both right okay just have to take the goddamn fucking win okay w got it got the w well when you put it like that i gotta take it (laughs) nailed it yeah and that's i mean that's the stroke there's another chorus but it's just stroke me stroke me over and over yeah it's like an outro yeah yeah i sadly think we are we are both right uh unfortunately yeah (laughs) fucking billy squire you well thanks you guys for for looking at this this classic uh rock and roll song um means a lot to me. I guess I'm going to have a hard time listening to it from now on because now it's about a horrible, horrible crime. And I'm going to have a hard time saying fancy dances without thinking of you making yeah. love. I want you to think about me making love whenever you say fancy dances. I And I say yeah. fancy dances a lot. <laughs> exactly. So. That is in my everyday rotation of vocabulary. Multiple times. So pale and bony. Just imagine pale, bony sex. Just imagine a skeleton, right? <laughs> Like those skeletons playing the xylophones in that old cartoon. That's what that's what sex with Brandon sounds like. And Dem Bones plays in the background. <laughs> yeah. We sure yeah. talk about uh Brandon having sex a lot on this podcast. Yeah. It's a little it's a little uh erotic. I like it. Speaking of erotic. Erotic. Oh, what a segue. I got something a little different. So, I, you know, I know we just did an erotica, um, but I found an erotica. I put this together. I really didn't have to do anything this time. I, I, I almost literally had to do nothing with this one. Ooh. Um, this is an erotica, but it's it's different in that it's not exactly, it's not a script. The only way I can describe it, the only way I can make this thing read right is to describe it as beat poetry. Okay. Oh. It is not supposed to be beat poetry. <laughs> it is just supposed to be a very bad short story called Wonder Woman, colon, Mega Wonder Woman <laughs> by Benjamin Blakely 807. Uh, and I've prepared, uh, I tried to, to read this just with kind of like the cadence of uh, a beat poet, throwing in my own snaps and just trying to and, and make it feel real real cool make it cool man and it sounds great but i i thought maybe we could use a little extra help um so i've got a little a little song that i'd like to play while we read wow mixed media i love it all right so here we have a live reading of mm. wonder woman colon mega wonder woman <laughs> by benjamin blakely 807 It was a in day in town, and all was quiet, when a comet was coming from the sky and land in the middle of city. A couple of the greatest scientists started to examine the comet, to find out where it was, when suddenly the comet cracked open, and out came Wonder Woman. 
When the scientist went to greet her, she ripped off a scientist's head and threw it on the ground. <laughs> then ripped out the other scientist's heart, causing a big hole <laughs> to go into his chest. And then he dropped. A woman approached her and said, Why are you doing this, Wonder Woman? Then Wonder Woman ripped out her throat. Oh my god! Jesus, <laughs> heavy. Then another Wonder Woman came crashing from the sky, and the people of the city were confused of two Wonder Women. <laughs> Wonder Woman hit the other woman who came from the comet, but her punch had no effect and her fist was bleeding. Then the woman Wonder Man from the comet transformed into a robot, Mega Wonder Woman. Then Mega Wonder Woman pick up Wonder Woman and threw through a brick wall. Oh yeah. Mega Wonder Woman shot her laser eyes at Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman blocked it. But the impact of the lasers was so strong it knocked Wonder Woman in the ocean. As Mega Wonder Woman looked in the ocean where Wonder Woman landed, but nothing but blood was floating up to the surface. Mega Wonder Woman continued to wreck the city and continuing to kill the people of the city. Take it away, Peter. As Mega Wonder Woman continued to wreck the city, Wonder Woman came out of the water with rope in hand. She threw her rope towards Mega Wonder Woman and Mega Wonder Woman shot her with her laser eyes. Yeah, she did. Causing her to fall on the ground. As Wonder Woman got up, Mega Wonder Woman shot her lasers eyes right in Wonder Woman's neck as blood squirted out. Then Mega Wonder Woman knocked her over as she was so weak. Then Mega Wonder Woman's fingers turned into little missiles. <laughs> and Mega Wonder Woman shot her in the hand, the arm, the shoulder, the leg, and the waist. And then Wonder Woman fell. Cha. Then Mega Wonder Woman kicked her right up into the sky. And she fell hard into a pit. Mega Wonder Woman shot her laser eyes in the dirt and covering her dirt Wonder Woman as she was now buried. Oh, yeah. Mega Wonder Woman picked up a car uh, through a man killing him then <laughs> shot her laser eye at a car, causing it to explode. And a woman got out of the car and was caught on fire. Oh, no. And a surprise standard. Mega Wonder Woman killed the burning woman by her missile, our missile, and blew her head off. Jesus. I mean, yeah. Skid it out, that bit it out, bop, bop, boom. Mega Wonder Woman nearly destroyed the city, destroying buildings and killing almost everything in the city. When suddenly the ground, it started to shake. Then Wonder Woman exploded from the dirt toward the Mega Wonder Woman off her feet. Then Wonder Woman took her rope and tied it around Mega Wonder Woman. Yeah. Mega Wonder Woman grabbed the rope and shocking Wonder Woman flew back a street. Mega Wonder Woman shot, bang, boom, her blazer eyes <laughs> towards Wonder Woman. Then Wonder Woman blocked it heavily. Ooh. The laser blocked Wonder Woman and reversed and struck Mega Wonder Woman's head off. But the robotic body was still alive. The robotic body punched Wonder Woman in the stomach and Wonder Woman spit up blood. With one mighty punch of her own, Wonder Woman punched a hole right through the robotic body and there was a big explosion. The people of the city watched the smoke as Wonder Woman came out of the smoke and ashes 
the city could wake up and live again, thanks to Wonder Woman. Yeah, end, baby. yeah. Tip your waitress. Wow. Um, Holy cow. I don't even know what. <laughs> Just a fantastic piece of poetry. I, uh, I was moved. I was moved. What really threw me uh, in a good way was all the grammatical errors. I could yeah. see why the author <laughs> threw those in there. Yeah. Very intentional choices. Right. It did not make it hard to read at all. No, absolutely not. I loved when Mega Wonder Woman's laser eyes turned into blazer eyes. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. wearing sports jackets. Like a nice sport coat. <laughs> Mega Wonder Woman's blazer eyes stunned the world with her sharp padded shoulders. <laughs> it was really hard to figure out what the fuck was happening there. It was just a big fight, right? And am I This was one just one giant fight. It was a big fight. Mega Wonder Woman was some sort of robot? A robot from a comet that came to the middle of the city and started destroying the city and killed the greatest scientists in the world. And an innocent bystander at one point. Everything happened so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were going for a Mecha Wonder Woman I feel. See, it seemed that way. And uh, maybe oh. maybe thought it was called Mega. Mega. Mecha. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Clearly a fan of Godzilla. Just a couple of reviews here. Uh, first from Sailor Moon at CJ. Said, very cool. Kind of reminds me of Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla or Superman versus Bizarro. What, I just said that. There we go. Yep. You wrote that one, didn't you, Rick? I did. I am Sailor Moon, whatever you said. <laughs> The second review just says, wow, I wouldn't have thought of nothing like this. <laughs> that was me. I wouldn't have thought of nothing like this. So I would have thought of this? So, yeah, yeah. Would have thought of something like this. Yeah. that's. So I would have thought of that's this. That's Pete's review. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That was very artistic. I don't think we've gone in, in quite an artistic direction like that, but yeah, I, I thought we'd mix it up a little bit. It's still technically an erotica, but right. um, just a, just a little bit of a different flavor. It's nice because we started on a very low end with poop cast, and we ended at a high mm -hmm. art level mm -hmm. with some uh, beat yeah. poetry. I love it. Another great episode. Um, hey, if you all would love to get in contact with us, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at fourguysonatrain at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at the number four guys on a train um, or on Instagram at four guys on a train. Uh, we're just all over the internet and we want to talk with you. Uh, we're in particular, we're looking for um, questions for Satan. We've had Satan on the show a couple of times. And he is a wealth of knowledge uh, that he that he can share with us. Too much knowledge. We're running out of things to talk to him about. Right. So what we what we love is just any question, any question at all that you have for Satan. You can think of it as a, you know, a, um, uh, an advice column if you want. If you're curious about how things work in hell, curious about something from history, anything at all, uh, shoot us a question. Uh, we would love to uh, either ask the question for you or, or, you know, if you want to call in and, and we could work something out with you, you can ask the question yourself. It gives you an opportunity to meet kind of a famous person, too. So that's pretty cool. Um, what else, guys? Am I, am I forgetting anything? Do you want to read that review, Rick, that we got? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we said we'd read your reviews if you, uh, if you rated us and reviewed us on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. And we did get a review. So true to our word, uh, Rick's going to read it. And um, yeah, I think it's a fairly positive one. So Well, that's good. I don't want to end the night uh, feeling bad about myself. 
Yeah. That's how I end every night. <laughs> Any more so than usual. All right, here it is. All right, so uh, we have a comment here, a five-star review from Eek on Film. If you like shooting the shit with friends and improv comedy, this show is for you. I get a freedom vibe in that it's some funny friends enjoying their time together, making each other and us laugh in the process. Give this a listen and see for yourself. Aww. Well, thank you, Econ Film. What a beautiful um, review. That is excellent. Thank you. Yes. I'm assuming Freedom is another podcast with three people in it. Yes. No, we're the only one. <laughs> oh, okay. We're the only three-person podcast <laughs> team, so. It's, wow. Really? That's a niche I didn't know needed, uh, needed to be filled. Two and four. Everybody's going two or four. So Freedom is with Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and Scott Ackerman. Uh, that's ooh, high praise. That's good, yeah. That is high praise. That is very high praise. We're, we're just thrilled to hear that. And uh, yeah, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts um, and uh, give us a rating. And uh, we just really appreciate you guys listening. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Love you, bye. Four Guys on a Train is produced by Peter Cosmo. Rick Schuler and Brandon Johnson. Edited by Peter Cosmo. Theme song and all additional music. Created and performed by Brandon Johnson. The Four Guys on a Train theme song contains an audio sample of MetroTrain.wav being used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Seven dicks in there at once. Seven dicks in there at once, and they gotta, they gotta go down to one. I'm sorry, I didn't think that this was gonna affect me this way.